Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have you. Another young, great reporter from uh, the College Fix. This time it's Hudson Crozier. He goes to school at University of Northern Texas in Denton. I'm not really sure where Denton is, but it's not too far from Dallas. How you doing, Hudson? Good to see you. Doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. So what kind of college is that? I, I'm not familiar with University of Northern Texas, but I'm guessing it is a, a state school. It's University of. Is it funded by the state? University of North Texas is, yeah, public institution. So what is it? Uh, do people go there for football? They go there for economics? They go there for, I don't know. What's the, if you want to go there, what's the reason? All kinds of things. Um, it's, you know, it's got a college of education, college of uh, engineering, political science, you know, all these departments and degrees. So, you know, it's just a general, general university. And what are you studying? Journalism. All right, so you want to be a journalist, but journalism today is nothing like it was when I was a journalist, and I did that for a long time. Um, journalism today is you've got to have a left-leaning bent. You've got to say things like uh, gender-affirming care. You can't say um, you know, uh, puberty blockers. You can't say hormone swapping. So when, when you're learning journalism in a state-run school, are you taught correct journalism, which is you just go and tell me what you saw, smelled, felt, you know, observed, or do you have to have a bent, do you think? Um, mostly I would say the journalism school here at UNT is one of the better parts of the university. There's definitely a bit of a liberal bubble, but, um, I would not say I'm constantly being taught bias, um, which is actually kind of why it's confusing for me. I don't know what happens in between the time when journalists go to journalism school and they're being taught these fairly basic, you know, standard professional things like seek the facts no matter what, always show both sides of an issue and blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, and then just something happens. There's just a disconnect where once they get out there, it just uh, doesn't end up that way in practice. I well, I think it's the influence of like the, the Washington uh, Post and the New York Times and maybe the AP, which is very left-leaning now. And, and they've got their style book that's supposed to be the, the Bible for journalism. It's not anymore. Um, and the Pointer Institute used to be a journalism outlet as well. It's, it's certainly not. But I'm glad it sounds like you're being taught just go there and observe the story and then report back what you got. For the most part, yeah. Good. Are you known as a conservative on campus? No, uh, not many people really know me at all, but like, yes, I am conservative. Well, they're going to know you more now, probably. Uh, is it when, when you're hanging out with your peer group, are there conservatives and liberals? Is it mainly liberal like we have? At, the University of Texas at Austin is 45 minutes from where I sit, and that's just like little Portland. It, it, what is it like there? Uh, so far, I have met one conservative, and then it <laughs> seems like pretty much everybody else is left-leaning. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that. All right, so so the one conservative, you guys somehow found each other. But but when you deal with your your peers, um, you know their classmates, do you get into political stuff or not, or is it just let's go there and learn? Um, in the journalism classes, I mean, mostly not really. Uh, there's kind of like I'm not like an activist, so right. they don't really have a lot of reason to be mad at me. I'm just a journalist. I'm not connected to any like controversial groups or anything, and we just kind of you know we go there and we do our lecture and we leave. For the most part. Very interesting. All right, it's Hudson Crozier. He goes to the University of North Texas. Uh, appreciate having you on. He's also he, he's a writer for the College Fix. Go to thecollegefix.com. Check out everything these young reporters do. Let's get into the stories. Legislators want to defund Alfred Kinsey's Indiana University Sex Institute. Talk to me. Yeah, so uh, all the way back in the 1960s, Alfred Kinsey was this researcher who published these big, um, big, huge studies on human sexual activity and they were supposedly like so influential they call him the father of the sexual revolution and that was what the kinsey institute first did and now today um 
there have all, people have always looked back and seen very um, kind of sketchy things about the way that research was done back then. Kinsey interviewed a child rapist and used that to collect data on supposed child sexuality and documented the supposed sexual encounters of like children and infants and all this very creepy weird stuff so um yeah a republican legislator in um indiana named larissa sweet along with some others want to basically defund the institute until it kind of comes clean on that legacy and what all they might know about how that research was done all those years ago i would have no idea I'm glad to have you. We're we're actually uh, we're running the interview with uh, with the young man. For some reason, the interview decided to stop giving us audio. That's weird. We've got the entire interview, and we'll make sure that we uh, we put that up online tonight on Rumble. Make sure that you go to JoePags.com and click on Watch. There's really no reason why the audio would have gone away. That's very very strange. I'll be honest with you. But uh, we have the whole thing. We, we it's all good, and we'll make sure that we put that up later on. He's got great information. He's a nice kid too, so you can go and see what he looks like as well. By going to JoePags.com and clicking on that Rumble link. It's not even, it doesn't even say Rumble. It says Watch. Now, there are a couple of things that well, I don't confuse you. A couple of things. Uh, first of all, um, you've got Watch Now, which is, it's between 6 and 9 p.m. You can watch the actual show getting done, Eastern Time. Watch will take you straight to Rumble. Like yesterday, we had uh, Amber Athe on. Yesterday, we also had the expert on China, Steve Yates. So go and check that out as well. So, um, yeah, I think what happened was, Polo, we were talking bad about Tofu. And the tofu people got into the into the machines and decided, you know, well, we'll take care of his ass. Watch this. In the meantime, it. It, it could be. In the meantime, I do want to bring you the story of uh, Carrie Lake. Now, we had Carrie Lake on the other day. And when we had her on, she said, we're still fighting. She had seven issues that she brought to the, to the Arizona Supreme Court revolving around what she says was a rigged election. Seven issues that, and she actually told me in the interview, she had ten issues that she could have uh, that she could have that she could have brought. She's got proof for all ten. The court did accept one of the issues. Now it's inter- interesting to see how different media outlets are are reporting this. It's it's pretty interesting to be honest with you. As I look at it, Arizona Supreme Court approves one of seven election claims from Carrie Lake. That's from azfamily.com. NBC News says Arizona court declines most of Kerry Lake's appeal over governor's race. So this is the game they play. I'm going to present it in a different way. Well, I'm going to read you the actual story from azfamily.com because it's important. The fact that they're taking any part of this case means that you still can get some relief here. And those who feel like they've been disenfranchised in Arizona still might have a voice. Here it is from azfamily.com. 
Phoenix, 3TV, CBS, 5AP, the highest court in Arizona is giving former gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake another day to fight in court regarding the 2022 election. The Arizona Supreme Court said in paperwork filed on Wednesday, the justices are granting the review of one of her seven claims. The complaint challenges how the Maricopa County Recorder applied its signature verification policies during the election. The Supreme Court said since it was a challenge of application, not of the policies themselves, it could move to a trial court. The Supreme Court will not hear the case. As for the other six challenges, the Supreme Court said that they were focused on the proceedings in the trial court and were made on insufficient grounds. Also in the Supreme Court's order were possible sanctions for Lake's claim that 35,563 unaccounted for ballots were added to the, uh, to the ballot total at a third-party processing facility. I wonder why they called that into question if she has proof of it. Story continues, Lake has argued that elections officials failed to follow the law when they declared Democrat Katie Hobbs won the race for governor in November. A trial court and court of appeals had thrown out Lake's legal claims. The Supreme Court did not make any judgment as to whether Lake's claim would succeed. Lake, who lost to Hobbs by just over 17,000 votes, was among the most vocal 2022 Republican candidates promoting former Donald, uh, President Donald Trump's election lies. Oh, here we go. They're going to call it election lies when they can't say that. The fact that there were mail-in ballots in 2020 means that there is no journalistic outlet worth its weight, uh, worth its, its weight in salt that can say that, that Trump was lying. They don't know if Biden or Trump won other than what they were told by the individual states. They can report that, but continuing to call it Trump's lies is really a dereliction of duty when it comes to journalism because we know that many of these states were allowing mail-in ballots when it was not legal to do so in those states. It was not the law of those states. You can't change the law as the governor, can't change the law as the secretary of state. The state legislatures have to change those laws, and they didn't. Many of those states, every ballot that was a mail-in ballot was illegal per the law of those states. So saying that he lied is not okay, and I will call them out every single time. Anyway, um, she's one of the most vocal 2022 candidates promoting former Donald Trump's election lies. That is not journalism, which she made the centerpiece of her campaign, while most other election deniers, again, calling it election deniers, is also non-journalism. Around the country, conceded after losing their races in November, Lake did not. In her challenge, the former TV anchor focused on problems with ballot printers at some polling places in Maricopa County, home to more than 60% of the state's voters. The defective printers produced ballots that were too light to be read by the on-site tabulators at polling places, lines backed up in some areas. Amid the confusion, Lake alleged ballot printer problems were the result of intentional misconduct. County officials say everyone had a chance to vote and all the ballots were counted because those affected by the printers were taken to a more sophisticated counters at election headquarters in mid-February. The Arizona Court of Appeals rejected Lake's assertions, concluding she presented no evidence that voter that the voters whose ballots were un, unreadable by tabulators at polling places were not able to vote. Okay, so that's the entire story. I gotta tell you, man, when I see somebody say something as stupid, as stupid as election denier, when I see somebody say something as stupid as Trump's lies, that's a problem because it's not journalism. It's not okay. If somebody says, I don't believe, I don't believe that the election was prosecuted fairly, you're allowed to say that as an American. If somebody were to say, I don't believe all ballots were counted, I fear mine doesn't. You're allowed to say that. 
as an American citizen with the First Amendment rights. If someone were to say the election laws of the state of Arizona weren't followed or of Nevada weren't followed or Michigan or, or Pennsylvania, you can say that all you want, even if you're wrong. But in many of these cases, they were right. So calling people election deniers is not okay. It's not. It's certainly, certainly not journalism. Calling somebody an election denier or saying that Trump is lying, unless you've proved his lie, you can't say that as a journalist and be taken seriously. It's just that simple. It really is. Uh, we, we probably will have some time for calls because that interview did not, did not play itself out. We lost the audio on it for some reason. Again, I'll, I'll make sure I post it later on. But I want your thoughts on this. I really do. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Do you think that it's okay for alleged journalists to say Donald Trump lied about the election or that Carrie Lake was an election denier? Is that okay without some sort of context to say why they're saying it? You can't just make that decision. That's an opinion. 888-941-7247. 888-941-PAGS. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for taking the time. It's the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations all over the place. Plus, we're on kick this week, and we're probably going to stay here. I'll be honest with you. Just go to JoePags.com, click on Watch Now, and you go right to the video stream. And the, the minutes remaining, we're going to take a call or two as we get calls coming in about what we just talked about. It's kind of interesting to me that you can't possibly um, report the same story two different ways. NBC News reports it one way. Arizona Family reports it a different way. We just want the real news. We just want the real skinny. And, and I think that's easier to do than trying to change things up. Let me tell you about Eden Pure. The best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and so much more. Over 300,000 already sold. You know that it works. Any smell is going to vanish after just a few seconds of the thunderstorm being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and much more are no match. What they use is a powerful technology called O3. Well, not called O3. It's just what they are. They're O3 molecules. They go out. They seek and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. Best of all, no filters to buy over and over again. It's going to save you a bunch of money. Start enjoying your home again. Get some thunderstorms. We've got three in the house at least. And you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home protection. Get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, or anywhere you need clean, fresh air. They call it the thunderstorm because it's just like a thunderstorm just rolled through town. That fresh, clean air that leaves behind, that's what you get when you've got these in your house. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS to save $200. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS. Save $200. Shipping is also free. We appreciate you uh, taking care of that and getting that done. So many people who watch and listen to my program actually do that, and I uh, appreciate you doing that. When it comes to the situation in Arizona, what happened yesterday is a win for Kerry Lake. Now, if you ask me, do I think Kerry Lake is going to be the governor of Arizona? It's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard because Katie Hobbs has already been sworn in. Do I think that it was a fair election? We know 
the documented problems they had with the printing machines and the tabulators on election day. We know that. Do I think it's good that the Supreme Court of Arizona at least is going to hear one part of this case? Yes, it's very good. And any case where there's a question about an election should be heard by judges. People oftentimes say, you know, Trump brought a bunch of cases in 2020 and all the judges rejected them. They were all thrown out of court. No, they just didn't take the cases. Keep in mind, they didn't adjudicate. They didn't say Trump was right or Trump was wrong. They said, we don't think you have standing. And standing is hard to prove sometimes in a court of law because you've got to, you've got to show people, you've got to show the judge, I'm the injured party here. Now, did Trump prove that he was the injured party? Probably not as well as he could have. Were there election laws that were changed in 2020 that were against the laws of those individual states? Yes. Yes, there were. So it's all very interesting to me. We've got, we've got a court case being taken, which is actually a big win for, uh, for Kerry Lake, and NBC News is pretending like it's not a win at all, which I find to be very, very strange. Corrine Jean-Pierre yesterday, who's the press secretary at the White House, said that she's sick and tired of the Republican lies when it comes to the Biden family. There is now documentation showing that the Bidens got a million dollars from China. And we know that the Biden family members got them, including Haley Biden, who is Bo Biden's widow, and Hunter Biden's ex-girlfriend. We know that literally happened. Yeah, Corrine Jean-Pierre let off the hook by these so-called journalists when she said these are all Republican lies, and not one person pushed her on that. And that bothers me as well. Appreciate you hanging out. We've got time for some pop culture. Whoop. Dirty pop. Polo, what's going on, dude? So Beyonce and Adidas have parted ways. I don't know if you saw this story. Your girl. Your girl, Beyonce. Yes, they I, say your girl. Sure. Sure. I'm more of a Kelly Rowland person myself, but... No. Okay, I got you. Uh, so, yeah, so... The, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that Beyonce's custom clothing line, Ivy Park, fell way below its 2022 sales projections of $250 million, only bringing in roughly $40 million to close out the year. So they projected for How much did they pay her? Do we know? That I don't know. Right. Because if she brought in $40 million, they must have paid her more than $40 million. Right. I appreciate you. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. Back tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a great night. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.